Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Welcome to episode 35 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Chapel. In this episode, we are going to talk about being an affiliate. Now, you may have heard of this word, you might be really familiar with it, or you might be brand new to the whole idea. Either way, you are going to learn the ins and outs of being an affiliate, what that means, what that looks like, and how by being an affiliate, you can earn some great cash by not doing a whole lot of work. So this week, we have a guest, Carolina Moore, and she reached out to me. She is an expert when it comes to affiliate stuff. She's been doing this for years and she has heard on the podcast, people ask about this and she thought, you know what, this would be really helpful to share with other people, this information that I have. And it really is. I learned some great things. She gives actual resources where you can go and get started being an affiliate today. So before we get started, I do want to read this week's review which comes from Andy, A-N-D-I-M-C-13. And Andy says, it is so refreshing to get a behind-the-scenes look at building a business, especially from a fellow quilter. Every episode teaches me something that I can implement immediately. Andy, thank you for this review. And I'm really glad that this is helpful and gives you practical things that you can implement immediately. And this week is no exception. You are going to learn exactly where to go to get started as an affiliate. With that, let's dive in. All right, we have Carolina Moore here, and I am super excited. She reached out because she'd been listening to the podcast and had heard people asking about affiliate information, and she is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to affiliate programs. And so, Carolina, I'm so excited to have you here. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? It's so funny to introduce myself to you because we've known each other a little <laughs> while. Um, but hi, I am, for those people who don't know me who are listening in, my name is Carolina Moore. Um, I started out as a, well, I started out quilting when I was 12, which is almost 30 years ago now. Um And I have been blogging for, gosh, I think it's about a dozen years now that I started my blog. And so I came into the quilting business that way. I was a blogger and then I actually worked at a quilt shop for several years. Um, And then I got into quilt pattern design and um, doing some ambassadorships. I work with Art Gallery Fabrics. I'm a socialite for them. Um, And I know you from that as well. And then you and Mm -hmm. I are both... um, baby lock ambassadors as well so um, which is funny like I we both got brought on to art gallery at the same time and that's how I met you and then I think you joined baby lock a little before me but it's almost like we're these shadows that keep following I well let's say I keep following you so you do these things first and then I come I'm like oh hey <laughs> good to see you again <laughs> yeah I think I've been with art gallery it's been a couple of years now um so it's been good um but yeah, it's, I mean, it's so fun because the quilting world is actually, it's really small and mm-hmm. you start to get to know people and you kind of find the ones that are like your people and you gravitate towards those. And then there's people who are still cool, but maybe they're not just like your people and that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I fortunately it hasn't gotten clickish though. Cause sometimes you can find things like that that get clickish, but I find that there's mm-hmm. just so much 
so many people willing to share what they know um, and pay forward, like, which is like part of why I wanted to be here because I didn't know all this information. I wasn't born with it. Some of it I learned by like researching it, but a lot of it I learned from other people helping me out or sharing information with me. And so I get to pay that forward today, which is always really fun. So hopefully this helps other people as well in their journey. Um, I love affiliates, which is what we're talking about today. And I love it because the there's so low barriers to entry into being an affiliate. Being an affiliate is, it, it doesn't cost you anything to start if you want to start being an affiliate. It's very natural because we already talk about stuff that we love. And it, it grows as you grow. So the, the more you, the more you use it, the more you grow, the more money you'll make off of affiliates. Um, so it's just, it's really natural, especially for people just starting out. And there's no risk. Like you don't have to have a big, huge inventory of t-shirts and sell t-shirts. Um, like a big inventory of t-shirts is a lot of money and then you need packaging and postage and all that stuff. Affiliates doesn't, there's no upfront cost for it, which is fabulous. Yeah. So it's a plus. Well, and I have to say, I'm going back a little bit, but just saying how grateful I am for how kind and supportive you are. Like you are a person that has been so sweet and supportive to me. And I know that you've host or help. I don't know what the right word is. You're the leader, I guess, of a Facebook group for quilt pattern designers. What's the terminology for that? Um, there's four of us who are admins of the quilt pattern designer Facebook group. Admin. Yep. And yep. so there's four yeah. of us who kind of share those duties. Um, I, I'm kind of, I'm the bad cop often in the groups. So <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I try to do it in a really loving way because the group is there. It's just, it's a great group. Um, I've never seen you be the bad cop. I'm going to have to go through and look now, actively <laughs> search. <laughs> I try to do it really gently in a way that if you didn't know the behind the scenes, you wouldn't know. Cause I don't ever want someone to feel embarrassed or like they're not valued um, we all are coming at things from different ways and different, like, and if you don't understand where someone else is coming from, it can be really mm-hmm. easy to just assume something anyway. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you get hurt feelings, but yeah, well, we're human, but <laughs> point is you've done a really good job and now I will be actively looking for bad <laughs> cop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. But affiliate. Okay. So without even like jumping into it, I'm curious if you can just and I know it's so different, but throw out some kind of number of what someone could expect to earn from being an affiliate, which I know, like I said, is all over the place, but it really is. So there's no limit. Um, when you first start out, so let's, I mean, let's talk about what an affiliate is. So people mm-hmm. kind of have that. So an affiliate is, um, it's where I promote a product or a company using their links And anytime someone makes a purchase using that link, um, that link has a tracking code on it. And so their purchase will track back to me and I will get an agreed upon percentage of that sale. Mm -hmm. And so those percentages vary depending on the retailer that you're um, partnering with. They can be, I mean, as low as like 1%. I I think the lowest commission or the lowest affiliate program I'm in might be like 3 or 3%. I think I might be in one that's 3%. 6% is pretty average. Um, And then some of them also have bonuses. Like if you sell a machine, you get an extra bonus rather than Mm -hmm. if you just sell like a cartridge or a die or a fabric, right? Okay, Um, interesting. So you get 
but you only get a percentage of the sale if someone buys it. So it costs the company nothing because if I don't sell anything or if I don't promote it and get anyone to buy on, you know, my behalf, I guess, or get anyone to buy through that link, then I don't get any money. It costs them nothing. But every time I get a sale, I get a commission. So it's like being a commission only salesperson for Mm -hmm. these companies. And I only do it for companies that I would naturally talk about anyway. So Mm -hmm. this way I'm getting paid for talking about things that I would talk about anyway. So when I do quilting videos and I'm talking about my favorite notions or my favorite tools, I can put affiliate links down in the YouTube description. If I'm doing a blog post talking about foundation paper piecing, I can link to my favorite foundation papers and get a kickback every time someone buys through those links. And the great thing is that if I have that like link to foundation papers and someone clicks it and buys, but while they're at that store, because we're quilters, we don't ever buy one thing. They buy mm-hmm. $200 worth of things. If I'm getting 6% commission, I don't get 6% on that $9 foundation paper. I get 6% on that entire $200 purchase. Nice. Now brought them to the store. Yep. Yeah. Do you do any incentives? Because here's what I've seen in the past. If, if someone has an affiliate link, and this is why it's so great as a company owner, let's say you have a YouTube video and you have a link to a ruler that you love and someone sees it and thinks, Oh, I'll go buy that. But they don't use your affiliate link. They go a week later and go via a different link, you know, to buy that, then you're not going to get that commission. So do you do anything in particular to incentivize people to use your specific link? I don't. Um, so what you're talking about, so every, we talked about like percentage. Every company will have a different percentage. Every company will also have a different cookie length. And a cookie length is, so if you click on the link um, mm-hmm. and it has that tracking code on there, like a little cookie has been placed on your computer. It's like a digital file that no one cares about. It's the number of cookies that we all have on our computers are ridiculous, right? But mm-hmm. it's just a little tracking file and that will expire when the cookie expires. So some companies have like a 30-day cookie. So if you click on that link today, but payday isn't for two weeks, and then on payday you go, okay, now I have the money, I'm going to go buy it. I would mm-hmm. still get, I would still get the credit for it, even though you haven't clicked on my link since you clicked on it two weeks ago. Okay, but it, um, as long as they initially use your affiliate link, as long as they then... initially clicked on my link and the cookie is still active. Gotcha. But some cookies are like seven days. Amazon is a huge. Um, affiliate program, their cookie is 24 hours. So if you click on it today, but you don't buy it until two days from now, I wouldn't get the credit. Okay. I didn't know it was so short. So, and then maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but of all the companies that you do affiliates for, which one has been the most successful for you? Like lucrative? Um, and if so you don't that, want to answer that, we can, no, you're totally <laughs> fine. So like you were, um, you were asking for some numbers. I don't generally do a lot with numbers because here's the thing about numbers. It's either going to be, it's braggy because I'm giving a big number. And for some people, mm-hmm. like if, if I give a number for some people, they're going to go, Oh, that's really braggy. That's a big number. And for some people who make a lot more than I do, they're gonna be like, that's all she makes. That's nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's really no, like, there's not a good way to give a number, but I'm going to give one anyway, because mm-hmm. it just, it gives you an idea of what, what's possible what to you expect. Know, right. I'll yeah. give, so I'll give two different versions. One is when I really started digging into doing quilting affiliate links, I started doing 
but it's called ruler of the month. Every month I do a video on a different quilting ruler and then I link to it. And I was doing affiliate links because I didn't have a shop that had product at that time. So it was all affiliate links. I didn't carry the ruler in my shop. And that first one that I did was a curvy, a four inch curvy log cabin ruler. And I had bought it retail from my local quilt shop, which I want to say it's like $18. Mm-hmm. And within the first day, I'd already made enough in affiliate sales to pay myself back for the cost of that ruler. Okay. So like that's a couple of years ago, just starting out, seeing will this work? So that was able to work pretty quick. I already did have an existing YouTube channel. I already did have existing like email list. So some of that information there. Um, we mm-hmm. just finished up Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I sent out two emails, one with Black Friday deals um, from affiliate programs that I'm part of and one with Cyber Monday deals with affiliate programs. And my Cyber Monday email went out a little bit late. It went noon out, went out at noon Pacific. I should mm-hmm. have had it ready to go at like 6 a.m. Eastern. So I was late on that. Even so, with just two emails... I made $209.35 in affiliate sales between Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Okay. And so that's just sharing information, not doing any other work like, besides just here are the links. Yep. And those are like, they're things that I would do anyway. So for example, um, all of those links, all right, well, yeah, we'll jump into like, so places that you can sign up for affiliates, you're like, okay, Caroline, this sounds good. I want to do some affiliates. I already mm-hmm. talked about cool stuff. It'd be cool to get 6% on anything that I am sharing anyway and that people are buying because of my recommendations. Mm -hmm. So Amazon is a great place to start because Amazon sells everything. However, Amazon has a really short cookie. Um, I don't always love supporting big box stores. I love supporting my independent shops if at all possible. Um, And um, yeah, Amazon, you know, it's Amazon, right? But they do sell everything. So Amazon's a great place to start. And also the percentage, I don't remember what their percentage is, but it is lower as well. So Amazon, but it's a great place to start for affiliates. Um, one thing to note with Amazon is that you can't put their links in emails. They won't allow you to put their links in emails. So you can promote it on your blog. You can promote it on YouTube. You can't put it in an email. So just, you always want to read hmm. the terms and conditions, but that's one with Amazon. Um, so and- he- if I were to try to put a link in an email, would it just not work or? No, if they caught you, they could remove you from the program entirely. Oh, okay. So can, it is yeah. good. to. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think I've done that, that, but now I need to make sure I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's one, I'm sure there are people who do it and just haven't gotten caught. Um, I prefer not to do not things that it. are going <laughs> to <are gonna laughs> impact me <laughs> if I get caught. I, Although I'd feel like an idiot if I had and I just didn't know. I'd be like, oh no, but that doesn't matter you know they're not gonna be like oh that's okay then you know no no amazon doesn't care they yeah Mm -mm. so um amazon is great great easy place to start um another place that i would recommend going is share a sale and it's share and then a capital a sale.com and they have a lot of programs underneath there so share a sale is like a big umbrella and underneath there i'm going to give like specific names to ones that are within our niche but I know you Mm -hmm. have people, like not everyone who listens are quilters. There's lots of like crafters as well. So just you Google or Google, you search (laughs) terms in there and find things that are like, they've got a lot of planner companies. So if you're into planners, Mm -hmm. like you can look up planner companies, but share sale has fat quarter shop. And when it comes to quilting, fat quarter shop sells just about everything. Um, And they're, you know, 
they're not a big box store. They are a family owned company. So I feel really good about supporting like that mm-hmm. shop. Annie's catalog also, um, family owned. And they also have a lot of, um, like subscription services. So getting someone to sign up for their subscription service, you get like a commission up front. You don't get like the recurring sale tracking, but up front, okay. mm-hmm. they give you a big chunk up front for getting that um, recurring sale for them. Um, AccuCool is on there. AccuCool has a fabulous program because they give you bonuses when you sell a machine. Oh, um, nice. Yep. Uh, ThermoWeb is on there. Um, Aliso used to be on there, but for their irons, you have to contact Aliso separately for their affiliate program because their Aliso irons aren't on share sale anymore. Um, have you been an affiliate for those irons before? And how I, did that... I am an affiliate for the Aliso irons. Um, I don't usually get payouts from Aliso. Like I still link okay. to it because if someone's going to buy an Aliso iron, I would like the percentage mm-hmm. um, because I do. I use my Aliso irons. I, mean, I was using it right before we hopped on this call. <laughs> I mm-hmm. use my Aliso and the Aliso mini is in every single video that I do where I use an iron, um, which is a lot of my videos. So I still link it because one day mm-hmm. someone might buy it. Um, oh, another company that I didn't mention is on share sale is Sewing Machines Plus. They are a big, they're like, let's say they're the biggest online sewing machine dealer in the U.S. That might really? be right. They're, but they're huge and they sell a lot of sewing machines online. Um, and I have sold one sewing machine through Sewing Machines Plus, like in two years. I've sold one. But um, that one sale, I think it was a $25 commission on that one sale. Okay. So, well, hey, we'll take every little bit we can. And I am always promoting the, my baby lock sewing machine. So I may as well. Like, does it baby lock then? I'm assuming that you or uh, any machine. How does that work? Any machine that they have on sewing machines plus. Yeah. Like, hmm. but, however, but here's the thing. So you and I are both baby lock ambassadors. So mm-hmm. I have the baby lock jubilant, which is which baby lock allows to be sold online. So the pricing mm-hmm. for that is available online. And so I can link to that one, but I also have the Aria and just like you, I also have a Sashiko machine. Mm-hmm. The Sashiko the and the Aria are dealer only machines. So oh, I can link okay. to those on sewing machines plus, and someone could click that link and get that cookie. But because they have to actually call in or physically walk into a store to get mm. the pricing and to actually complete the sale, they can't complete that sale online. That okay. cookie is not going to transfer over a phone call. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're never going to be able to. <laughs> so like the bigger ticket sewing machines, um, because of the deal with Baby Lock, of it not being able to be an online sale, um, I wouldn't ever see affiliate revenue for those. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, like the bigger ticket machines, people aren't generally going to buy those online. Mm-mm, those are the ones true. that are going to want. Like those are the ones that I also want to encourage someone to walk in and talk to a dealer and play on the yeah. machine and have a relationship with their dealer. So if anything goes wrong with the machine, that they know who to contact, not someone across the country, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like a smaller machine, someone a machine between like one hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars. Like those are the ones that you can buy online, and I can feel really comfortable. So. Well, yeah, it's a bummer not to get a <laughs> commission mm-hmm. on a Sashiko machine after showing someone how cool one of those is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's also okay. It's okay. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm all for paying people, you know, what what they're worth. 
but I, and I, you, assuming you feel the same, being a baby lock brand ambassador is worth it for me, you know, and what, what I get from being that a brand ambassador that if I don't get a commission on the sales, that's okay. That's not part of the deal anyways, you know? Yeah. So, well, affiliate sales are, they're little bonuses. I don't, I mean, I see them as part of my revenue now every month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I mean, I count on it as part of my revenue, but it's really, I'm not going to talk about something. Let's say someone has like, you know, here's a 50% commission deal because once you sign up for something like share a sale, you'll get mm-hmm. emails like, Oh, sign up for this program. Um, but I, if it doesn't, if it's not a fit, you know, yeah. there's like this planner companies. There's a bunch of them share a sale. I doesn't. And I know that the people that I talk to, my readers, my, my quilting community, we, we use planners. We, a lot of us are paper planner people until it feels like a natural fit for me to talk about a planner. I'm not just going to go throw that in an email and say, Hey, here's like six planners. Go buy one. Right. Yeah. Why? But I can say, Hey, I made this new quilt pattern. It uses this ruler and I love this ruler. Here's why you should get this ruler. That feels Mm -hmm. natural to me. Yep. Do you ever get, well, okay. Because I'm pretty sure that you have to say this is an affiliate link. Is this right? Yep, absolutely. So let's talk about disclosures for a minute. Disclosures mm-hmm. are by law. So the FTC has guidelines about disclosures. Um, I'm not a lawyer. I do not play one on TV. You definitely want to look up the, the <laughs> guidelines yourself. However, mm-hmm. I can tell you that <clears throat> from my research, what I've learned is that the disclosures, they have to be before the link. So you can't say, you know, buy this ruler link and then in parentheses afterwards put affiliate link. You have to say, you know, use my affiliate link to buy this ruler and then you can have the link. Um, Or like earlier up in the blog post, like you need to say this, like there are affiliate links here um, so that people know. Because while yes, everything that I promote is stuff that I actually use that I actually would encourage people to buy whether or not I made money off of it. um, It's still fair for them to know that there Mm -hmm. could be some bias on my part. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, not, well, this is kind of embarrassing to admit, but I was watching some interview with Kim Kardashian years ago and she was talking about how she had affiliate links for all over the place. And she was like, it was really inconsistent at one minute. I'd be doing an affiliate link for like a diet pill. And the next minute I'd be doing an affiliate link for Burger King. And she was just doing it for the money and she admitted it. Not that whatever, I'm not comparing us to Kim Kardashian, but just saying, I think the public is skeptical a little bit when they, they want to know, they want to know if this is our, you know, is this an affiliate thing? What's going on here? Well, I mean, let's be transparent. I'm not embarrassed that I'm making money sharing things that I love because here they're not paying anymore. If you buy yep. an AccuQuilt machine through my affiliate link or not, you will pay the exact same price. True. Um, if I'm the one who taught you about AccuQuilt machines and you go and buy one without my affiliate link, I will still teach you about AccuQuilt machines in my videos. Like, that's mm-hmm. totally fine. I, I mean, I'll still get the ad revenue off those videos. It's fine. I will get paid one way or another. It's okay. Right. But um, it's also okay for people to know, hey, I, I am going to make a little money off this. It's not going to cost you any extra. Um, and they can make a choice and no one ever emails me and says, Oh, I definitely didn't click your affiliate link or I'm making, sh- I'm sure that some people have gotten emails saying, I'm making sure to click your affiliate links. Cause I want to make sure that you get paid for those. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's just part of being transparent. I'm not going to promote something that I don't actually, you know, use myself. And I'm also not going to not let people know 
that yes I'm getting mm-hmm. paid off this it's a business for me it's okay right and that's such an interesting I don't know I get into this I feel like more often than not in my own mind anyways but there's mostly women in the quilting industry or identify as women and it there I don't know it just seems to be especially being in the business side of things I see a lot of times people are embarrassed to earn money they are uncomfortable charging people money or even earning and I'm like no no it's a business that's what the business is you know you as long as you're providing a good honest product then you should absolutely be earning money it's totally okay so I don't know have you felt have you noticed that or have you seen that at all no and so for example we can go back to those Black Friday Cyber Monday sales I sent out two emails and those were emails that I spent time writing I spent time going through the different sales and trying to find good sales. I took the time to summarize those sales. I, if there were coupon codes that were needed, I put the coupon codes right there in the email. Like I took my time to put those emails together to let my readers know, hey, everyone's looking for deals this weekend. If you're part of everyone, here's mm-hmm. some specific quilty links that'll help you out. Maybe they're already on the list for those companies. Maybe they already mm-hmm. got those emails in their inbox. Maybe they already knew about them. Maybe they didn't. But I've at least I've consolidated in one place, and that has value. Mm-hmm. And for me to get paid for providing value, like that's that's the the definition of like work. You get yep. paid for providing value. Um, people who didn't find it valuable didn't use it. People who really mm-hmm. really didn't find it valuable they unsubscribed. Yeah. Um, people who were mad about it, they marked it as spam. <laughs> like, like everyone has options. It's okay. What is the spam? Is it like, cause every email I send out, there's always at least one unsubscribe, but every once in a while there's some spams too. I'm like, did they, was that like a quick, Oh, I don't want these anymore. Or what, how does one, what does that mean when someone clicks spam? It either means that they're mad at your email, like they, they really, really don't want it in their inbox, or they're just too lazy to find the unsubscribe button, and they figure it's okay. an easy way to unsubscribe. That's what I'm hoping it is. However, um, it does send a signal that you're, like, to their email provider, hey, this email tends to be junk. And if you get a lot of, like, in Gmail, a lot of people who use Gmail mark your email as spam, mm-hmm. it'll start ending up in everybody's junk folder not just the people. Yeah. Lovely. Um, So you'll get some every now and then and Gmail knows. Right. Yeah. Email providers know that like there's a certain range that that, we're not, no, we're not talking about email state. Maybe another, another, another podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) but yeah, like there's a certain range. If you're getting one every so many emails, you're fine. You're fine. Unless it's like your right. mom or your sister that's doing it, then maybe you want to have a conversation with someone like, what are you doing, man? But otherwise, you're I fine. know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I, yeah, we can go see who those people are that are marking us as spam. But not that I'd ever do anything, but you can see yeah. if it's my mother, I'll know. <laughs> it, I don't ever look at who it is. It's fine. It's just. I used to. And then I was like, well, this isn't helpful. This doesn't make no. me feel good. Let's not look at that. No. But yeah. So disclosures, it is. You have to let people know that it's an affiliate link. And even if you didn't have to, you would want to. But yes, mm-hmm. you, you are you are supposed to let people know that you are giving them an affiliate link and that that you are compensated, being compensated for that, so that they know, hey, maybe she's got bias. Right. And they can yep. make that decision for themselves. Um. Yeah. And you know. what 
What happens if you click your own affiliate link? Um, so depending on different programs have different guidelines. Some of them allow you to buy, to shop through your own affiliate link and that's fine. Some don't. Um, like every affiliate program will have guidelines and you just want to read through those so that you know, okay, can I shop through my own affiliate link? Because if I can, like if I can shop through my own affiliate link and I'm going to shop there anyway, why not right. give myself a commission on my own purchase, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to know that before you go doing that. Um, like we talked about Amazon doesn't let you put their link in emails and you can get in trouble for that because um, they can see on their end what mm-hmm. it, where it came through. So when I go into my reporting, like in share sale, I can see, oh, this came through a YouTube link. Oh, this came through a link on my blog. Oh, that looks like a weird email link. So that probably came through an email. Like you can see where links came from. And like if mm-hmm. it's coming through Gmail, if it's coming through like Outlook, Amazon knows, hey, that was put in an email. Hmm. Um, okay. Do you look at your numbers often to see like which ones are performing the best or it's oh, sure. on YouTube? Where Where's your most successful platform? Is it YouTube? Oh, oh, in terms of like where it's coming from? Mm-hmm. Email, email does really well for me. Yeah. Well, and that's part of, I'm like, Amazon knows emails are the best way. Why they're stopping this, but they're stopping it because they don't want people to spam out Amazon affiliate links. Because it's it's so easy to send out emails. Yeah. Okay. Um, That makes more sense. I'm like, okay, as long as they have a good intent behind that, I can get behind it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not doing it because they don't want to pay people. Although, I mean, yeah. But it's because people will spam out. We'd get so many links and whatnot in our email inboxes if all of the marketers, because like there are big companies that make lots of money doing affiliate sales. Like mm-hmm. there, there are companies yeah. who will create an entire site dedicated to an affiliate sale. Oh yeah. I mean, you could make a profession on being an affiliate and it oh, could. Absolutely. I have a friend who used to, there's actual conf- there's conferences about affiliate sales mm-hmm. uh, where you learn like, and people make, um, a lot <laughs> like it. Uh, I had a friend who was making quite a bit of money in mattress affiliate sales because mm-hmm. a mattress is a big ticket purchase. And if you get people to make that purchase, like they're thinking about it for months, they're researching, they click your link and then go buy that like brand name, memory foam, whatever mattress online that gets delivered to their door. And you get even 1% of a $2,000 purchase. You know, right. Those up and you get enough of those a month and you're making an income. Mm-hmm. And then can you tell us about creating your own sponsored content with affiliate links? Yeah, this is one of my favorite things to do, especially for people who are newer. It, it can feel really strange to go up to a company, like even when we did have like in-person market and to go up to a company and say, hey, I want to like promote your product. Will you give it to me for free? And then I'll put it on my blog and maybe you'll get some sales, right? That feels a little unnatural. They might look at you like, all right, maybe, but like, what are your numbers look like? And you don't Mm -hmm. have anything yet to back that up. You can create your own basically like sponsored content. And I'm doing air quotes so you can't see. But yeah, you can create your own like air quote sponsored content with affiliate links. So I can decide. um, Okay, great example. And I'm going to do a shameless plug here. Mm -hmm. I'm the inventor of the spot on dot. It is a set of magnifying lenses that you put on any quilting ruler. And it helps you see the lines better so that you can Hmm. cut better. Right. So I did not know this right? Let's say that I want to create a sponsored, let's say I'm not the inventor of this product, but I want to create a sponsored post for this product. I Mm -hmm. know that Fat Quarter Shop sells it. 
So I could create a video, I could create a blog post talking about this product, how I use it, how I love it, how handy it is, how my eyes are getting old, whatever, that this is now helping me. And I think it'll help you too. And you can go ahead and click this link and buy it at the Fat Quarter Shop. And every time someone clicks that link, then I'm getting a percentage of that sale plus percentage of whatever else they buy while they're at the Fat Quarter Shop, which is mm-hmm. a spend, lot. Because like, yeah. <laughs> when I see these things come through, I'm like, hmm, someone spent $200 at Fat Quarter Shop. Like I can see, I can't see what specific things they right. bought. But, but you I know the total. See, but I can yeah, see the total. Funny. I can say, man, they clicked a link for like a, a marking pen that costs $199 because I can see what link they clicked. <laughs> he spent $200. That's amazing, right? Uh, I have to say I'm guilty. I'm guilty of such things. Oh, absolutely. We all are. Like, I love this industry. Yeah. Right? I never met a quilting notion that I didn't need. So, um, so yeah, I can create this whole post, um, make it live, promote it like I would, sponsored content. Um, and then I, I now have data. You'll know, like, a thousand people came and visited this post. Of those thousand people, 500 clicked the link. And from that, I got 17 sales. And I'm just making up numbers like your numbers are going to be what your numbers are going to be but now you can actually look at these are what my conversion rates look like and you do that enough times now when you do go to another company and you say hey I would love to promote your product this is what my numbers look like you now have data to say this is what my value is and that's why you can feel really comfortable charging what you charge because you Mm -hmm. know what you're worth because you have data you're not guessing what you're worth you know this and while learning what you're worth, you've been paid because you've been using affiliate links. Hmm. Smart. And so for my, I'm going through, if I were a brand new affiliate person and wanting to sign up to do this, you would go to share a sale to sign up for Fat Quarter Shop to do what you just explained. Yep. Fat Quarter Shop, Annie's, AccuQuilt, ThermoWeb are all great ones on there. And when you say this is my conversion rate, are you doing the math or does it show you on there your conversion rate is 13% or whatever? Oh, conversion rate is, it's an easy fraction. You know, if you get, <laughs> if you get I love one, that I'm like, I'm sorry, how do we figure this out? <laughs> if you get one out of every hundred sales, like one sale out of every hundred clicks, that's mm-hmm. a 1% conversion rate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So one sale out of every 50 clicks is a... conversion rate, just one divided by 50 will give you 0.02. Okay. So easy enough. You just figure that out on your own and say, this is my conversion rate. And if that math is tricky, you just say, Hey friends, who's, who, who does fractions? Like I think think (laughs) you will reach out to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I stopped doing third grade math after I no longer had a third grader. Um, someone please help me with fractions. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. But, and then have you ever reached out to specific companies like that? It's not super obvious that they have an affiliate program, but you want to be an affiliate for them. I have checked with companies if they have affiliate programs. And usually the answer is no, because usually if they have one, they make it pretty obvious that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... Um, but they'll, sometimes will be no, should I, cause they haven't heard about this before. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So I, when I was blogging, I started out as a craft blogger 
even though I'd been quilting forever, but I started out in crafts and there's a lot of affiliates in the craft world as well. Um, and so I learned more about this in crafts and now there are those of us in quilting who are doing it because we learned it from the craft side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I love talking about this because all these quilters are saying, what, wait, what's, what's that bit like? I can make money doing it. Yes. Yes. You can make money. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be pushy. You don't have to be salesy. You talk about things the way you already do. And People are going to buy things the way they already are buying things. It's just you'll actually get compensated for your work Yeah, as an influencer. It is interesting that I do feel like the quilting industry is just a few steps behind other industries. I don't know why that is, but it's kind of great for business owners because we can look around at other industries and see what they're doing and then apply it here. But it is interesting that so many quilting companies and products in the quilting world were we're unfamiliar with these things that are very prevalent in other industries, you know? Yep. And well, and it was funny because when I was in the craft blogging world, like I always felt like we were a little behind the food blogging world. So it was like the food. (laughs) And that's a little behind the fashion. Right. So if you like, you look at these other industries, like, okay, that's where we'll be in a year or two. That's where Mm -hmm. we'll be in a year or two. Yep. Um, Yeah. It's very interesting. And then some of these companies, especially once you start to have affiliate sales, um, you can reach out to them and say, Hey, you know, I've been selling through your affiliate links and you can start to have conversations with them and build those relationships because those relationships aren't built on like a cold email of, hi, I'm random person who has a blog that may or may not be big, that may or may not be good, that may or may not be special, but don't you want to sponsor me? Like Mm -hmm. that feels like a really awkward email to write. Right. Yeah. Like it's the most, I, cause like, hi, my name is Carolina and I have X number of followers and I'm this big and I sell this much. And I, uh, don't you want to work with me? Like that feels really as someone who is comfortable making money, it still Mm -hmm. feels really uncomfortable for me to write that email. Um, but if they've already seen my sales come through their system and I say, Hey, I just wanted to reach out. We've been, you know, I've been an affiliate for you for a while. Um, I'd love to know if there's other ways we can work together. So have you done that in the past? And, and if so, what are, what's an example of what that might look like? So without naming any companies, because I don't want them to get spammed by mm-hmm, specific mm-hmm. requests, <laughs> um, I have had companies who've said, hey, you know, you've been selling with us and we really love that relationship. Um, can we send you some products? Okay. And, it, and is that like just free product or is it also affiliate or how does... So it's product that they send me. So that means that I don't have to pay for that item and now I can mm-hmm. promote it. Okay. So not, not an affiliate, but free product is what you're getting. So it's, it's the, I, I get the product and now I can make a video about it mm-hmm. or, and because I'm making a video about it, of course I'm going to affiliate link to it. And now I'm going to oh, Okay. So it. you do. Okay. Oh, you I'll also s- have an affiliate. I will still absolutely because it's, it's in the company's interest for me to continue to promote mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. they're fine paying me the commission. That's, that's factored right. as part of their budget. If they're paying yep. me the commission, that means that they didn't have to go run a Google ad or a Facebook exactly. ad. They're paying me the money that they would have paid Facebook for a Facebook ad. Yep. Well, and I've done some affiliate work. Well, I, I offer affiliate links and I've also done Facebook ads and I would way rather have affiliates because it's just, it's a warm audience. It's, it's not this cold ad that's going out, you know, I mean, you can choose your audience and all that, but anyways, having affiliates, I, I am happy to generously pay affiliates because being on this end of it, 
it's very beneficial. And then I've been an affiliate for other people. It's, it's a win-win. It depends, but depending on how much they pay you and how much you like the product and all that, it's definitely a win-win. It's a great source of income. And it's, it's a warmer lead. If I say, Hey, you should listen to my friend Elizabeth's podcast right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Someone's, and I'm not getting paid for saying that. I'm saying, Hey, this is my friend, Elizabeth. She has this podcast. She's, she's got some really great business information. You should go listen to it. Someone's going to say, Oh, that's, that's cool. It's, it's much warmer than if I say, Oh, there's this like random podcast that I stumbled across. Let me go look it up. You might be interested in it. Right. Yep. But or even, an ad on Facebook. Here's a podcast. Come listen. I was or say, friends telling you. It's even better because it's still a recommendation from a person that they know versus like just this, this yeah, static square showing up on Facebook saying, great podcast, lovely business information, nice voice, listen. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just <laughs> Which the, con- the ads do work sometimes, but it's just way more effective coming from someone who you know and trust. Yeah, it just it's warmer. It's like, would you rather go on a blind date that someone set you up on? Like your friends has this, you know, we've known him forever. He's great. You should go out with this guy. He's good. Um, you know, we trust him versus you're just showing up at a restaurant. You don't even know what the person looks like. You know nothing about them. And you're just going to go have dinner with this friend. Like, it's just warmer. It, does, mm-hmm. it performs better. It's more likely so, to be a fit. It totally, yes. It's just much more trustworthy. And I I'm love so glad I'm not dating anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm curious how much time you spend a week on doing affiliate work for affiliate links. So it depends on the week. Um, and I just, I fit them naturally into what I'm doing. So if I'm doing a video, I'll put the appropriate affiliate links in there. Like while I'm editing the video, I take notes of, oh yeah, I show the spot on dot. Oh yeah, I use this ruler. Oh, that's a certain kind of thread. Like I'll note what I did so that I can add those affiliate links in because people will ask in the comments later, oh, hey, what mm-hmm, thread did you will. use? Oh, what? Yeah. Why not just give them the links ahead of time so that way I don't yeah. have to worry about answering their questions later. They get the information right away. Plus, it's an affiliate link. And also, the great thing about affiliate links, we didn't even talk about this. Affiliate links, they last, like, until the link breaks, which can be what years would, and years. Okay, so, yeah. What would cause that to break? Um, okay. So, a good example. I was going to use Cricut because I did a lot of work with Cricut, and I have quite a few Cricut affiliate links. And they still pay me out. I'm still getting paid mm-hmm. out on Cricut affiliate links from two and three years ago. Um, awesome. So work that you do three years ago that you haven't touched in three years can still make you money today. And that actually does happen with me. Um, sure. So that's the great thing. Like you're putting in the work now. At the beginning, you're not going to see it as much. It's like mm-hmm. it's like planting a garden. Like the first season that you have the garden, you did a lot of work. But it was just to like the prep stuff. And like mm-hmm. by year three, a year three garden looks so much more lush than a year one garden. Yeah. So it's just planting. Well, all same with a blog or any any mm-hmm. business, you know. Yeah. Um, That's a great analogy. I like that. I like gardening analogies. It's the second, second one I've used today. I used one with another <laughs> friend about, about thinning a garden. That's another okay. that's a good business analogy. When you got to thin out ideas that aren't going to be successful. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 I like your topics of conversation. <laughs> we could chat all day about all the different topics. So um, I guess to wrap it up, if you, you were to give one 
tip or advice for someone who's thinking or wondering how, how do I get started with this? Should I do this? What is like one little golden nugget that you would share with them? Well, I mean, I would start by just signing up because you can't add a link if you don't have the accounts, right? And the accounts, they take a minute mm-hmm. to set up. Like you, um, like Craftsy used to have an affiliate program, then they didn't. And now apparently they do again, but I'm not part of it. So I signed up for Craftsy's affiliate program right before Black Friday because that's when I found out, oh, they have one again. I've not yet mm-hmm. been approved for their new affiliate program. So I couldn't get paid on any Craftsy links this weekend. Um, oh, bummer. Bummer, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. okay. I, mean, I did fine. I'm not mad. Um, right, right. But <laughs> but it takes a while to get approved. So you don't want to say, oh, I want to add that affiliate link. Let me go sign up for the program right now. You need to sign up for the programs ahead of time. And then also just be aware that if you sign up for the programs today, but you don't use any of their links, they might boot you from the program because they don't need people who aren't actually using their links in their program. So I've gotten, like I've signed up for an affiliate program. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do that. Let me learn more about that product. And then I get booted from the program because it's been six months and I've never done anything, which is. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's not personal. It's not personal. Right. Right. That's fine. It was like, well, you know, I was an affiliate for six months and I never used the link. Maybe I shouldn't be in that program. It's fine. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just sign up and then just, I mean, play with it. Add a link see what happens. There are minimums mm-hmm. to get paid out. I want to say most places like $25. So until you make at least $25, you won't see a check. Okay. Um, and, but it rolls over. So it's not like I made 26 or I made $23 this month. Now I'm going to lose it. Like, no, you make another couple dollars next month and you'll, then you'll get paid out. It's fine. Um, okay. when I first started out with affiliates, gosh, five, six years ago, probably, um, I didn't get paid out every month. Mm-hmm. because I didn't have enough links and there weren't enough people clicking and there weren't enough people buying and that's okay. Um, now I get paid out every month. No problem. So it is, it's one of those with anything I feel like in business, it's a long-term game. If you don't see immediate success, don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. It takes time. It's same with the garden analogy, which I really love. I'm going to run with that one, but um, <laughs> well, <the laughs> you know, other... you've got to stick with it. And I, it's all information, like mm-hmm. not seeing sales feels like, oh, I saw zero. Yeah, but a zero is still a number. A number is still information. This affiliate link didn't resonate or this way of doing it didn't resonate. I don't know why it's a zero, but it didn't work. Let's find out why it didn't work because if I can do the opposite of what doesn't work, then I can find what does work. Like, isn't there that saying? I love that. Edison found like a thousand ways to not make a light bulb before he made a light bulb. Right? Well, and that's, to, for me, the fun part of business, it's the, it's, it's a game, a science experiment or whatever you want to call it. But like looking at that and saying, okay, that didn't resonate. Why? Let's tweak this and try this. That did resonate. Try, you know, and just tweaking it and figuring out what works and what doesn't. And I find it kind of fun. I don't know. Maybe that's very nerdy of me, but I cannot be alone. <laughs> well, and the other fun thing, I'm going to share this. So as I was watching the affiliate, because this was the first time I, I shared Black Friday Cyber Monday deals. I have always been wanting to do it, but was so rushed at the last minute and never got those emails out in the past. So this is the first time that I've done that for my readers. And what I was really excited by when I was seeing the affiliate sales come through is that they're time stamped, So I can see when I'm getting clusters of affiliate sales. Um, and... That is also really cool information because now I can see, okay, this is the time when my Mm -hmm. reader is online shopping. Oh, that's fun. See, that information is worth a lot. (laughs) 
but I'm getting paid and getting that information. So it's like a win win, but yeah. So it's fun to see that kind of information come through. Um, like, Oh, and so is that the best time to send them an email or should I be, should I be sending the email earlier in the day so you can think about it during the day and then shop in the evening? Should I be sending it when mm-hmm. I'm sitting down and shopping? Like these are now things that I can play with because I have this information and it's not going to be successful every time. And that's okay. right. Well, and that's part of the fun of it, I think, is figuring out why it's not successful and being okay with the fact that even if you put out everything perfectly, it's not always going to be great, you know, and that's okay. And it could be like, it could be that you and I have really similar email lists and you sent out an email one hour before I did. And everyone is already all shopped out because of the email that you sent out. Like that could be the reason. Yep. And I might never know that because I'm not on your list. Like, yep. There, there can always, there's always that wild card that you don't know, but mm-hmm. like, I'm not a sports person, but as long as you're doing analogies, we'll do the sports analogy <laughs> of you miss hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Yep. It took me 20 minutes, somewhere between 20 minutes and an hour, less than an hour though, to make the email, including like finding the graphics and putting in the graphics and all that, um, Mm -hmm. to put it together and give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah. I bet it was successful and worth that time. And now I'll know how to do it even better next year. Exactly. I love it. Send a Monday, Monday, (laughs) cyber Monday email at noon Pacific. (laughs) Come on, Caroline. Get your stuff together. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I next still, year, next year. I made a, I mean, I was like, you know what, whatever. I need to send an email anyway. I might as well just throw this stuff in there and see what happens. And I was like, I wasn't expecting anything. And I had a really good yeah. Monday. Okay. So that's not the, I mean, like you said, just do it. Just put it out there. Even if it's not the right time, just do it and see what happens. Well, I think that I learned that my readers really respond to last chance. It's Monday. All, mm-hmm, the, all the deals mm-hmm. expired tonight at midnight. If you wanted, if you oh, haven't yeah. gotten a deal yet, this is your last chance to get a deal. Um, yes. Don't we all respond to There is psychology. I know there is <laughs> psychology with that, that I find the psychology of business very fascinating. I wish that had been a major in college. Maybe it is. And I just didn't know about it, but I do find it very fascinating. Uh, there is it's called advertising and it was my major <laughs> oh what really <laughs> they talk about psychology in there uh we definitely talk about uh you know buying decisions and what it takes to get someone to push someone to a buying decision and um the way that I moves through an ad to get people to see the parts of the ad that you want them to see like there's all kinds yeah fascinating I studied the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I got my undergrad in advertising and then I went back and got my MBA. So all this stuff is oh, like, yeah, you just place. finished that. Yeah. Right. Like, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I, I mean, it was probably like two years ago now, but it's funny. I graduated in 2020 and I will finally get to walk, like put on my cap and gown uh, <laughs> in 2022 because <laughs> there was the world shut down right around the time that I was graduating. Literally. So yes. It'll, take me longer to get my cap and gown than it took me to get my degree (laughs) (laughs) oh that's I don't know if that's depressing or what but (laughs) I I would have liked to have all those graduation photos before I put on my pandemic weight but whatever (laughs) (laughs) at least you're in good company the whole world went through that with you so (laughs) yeah it's okay I don't know some people worked out so true yeah Bless their little hearts. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, thank you so much for being here. If our listeners are wanting to find you and the products that you offer, the YouTube videos you have, where where is a good place to find you? Uh, you can Google me, Carolina Moore. It's spelled like Carolina and then more mm-hmm. M-O-R-E and I will come up on Google because I've been around long enough. Um, you can also find nice. Carolina Moore on uh, YouTube and I will pop up right there as well. If you want to find me on social media, I'm Craftmore, C-R-A-F-T-M-O-O-R-E. And if you ever have any questions, uh, feel free to send me a DM. And I always put this offer out there and there's usually like two people who take me up on it and say, Ooh, I do have a question for her. I'm going to DM her. And I think there's like a hundred people who are like, Oh, she probably gets so many DMS. I don't Mm want to bug her. So (laughs) if you DM me, you'll be one of two people. You will not be bugging me. And if you are one of the people who doesn't, then you'll be part of that crowd. Who's, you know, misses out. So feel free. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I will probably be one of the, I, I do DM you. So yeah. I'm one of those people that does I, DM you. I DM you too. And I listen to your podcast. Yes. It's fun. Yes. <laughs> it's a great relationship we've got here. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, for sharing all of your affiliate know-how with us. Well, I'm happy to see it. Like I'm happy to share it. And I hope that people will start making some money with affiliate links because it, we're already sharing the things we love. You're already doing mm-hmm. it. Just, you know, take on that title of influencer and start getting paid for the influence that you're already sharing. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay. Wasn't that awesome? Carolina, thank you so much for sharing with us so openly and freely. And as I mentioned in this episode, she really is, Carolina, it really is one of the good ones. And there's a lot of good ones, not like there's this shortage of good people out there, but she is just so sweet and giving and sincere. And I'm sure you could sense that in this episode as we were chatting. And I just want to touch a little bit on this affiliate idea. As with every podcast episode that I put out, I want to give this disclaimer that these are all great resources and things to think about. If at any point you hear these things and think, oh my goodness, this is too much. I can't do all of this don't worry. This is here for you when you're ready for it and if you want to do it. So if being an affiliate, if the idea of that extra work at this time in your business is too much for you, don't worry about it. You can come back and do this later if you want to. This information will be here whenever you're ready. And also, if being an affiliate is something that you're interested in, I just want to give a plug that it can be really successful. I have been an affiliate for different classes that I've taken in the past, things that I can really stand behind. And I have seen firsthand just how lucrative that can be. So if it is something that you're interested in, I do recommend looking into it and giving it a try because it really can be a great source of income for you. So thank you so much for being here. And next week we will have a guest, Serena Shoup of Of Course Bookkeeping. Serena is going to be answering our questions on finances, how to keep track of them, how to make sure you're paying your taxes correctly, all of the things. So be sure to join me next week on the Craft to Career podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, go ahead and leave a review. Let me know what's been helpful for you in this podcast. What what things are you taking away from this and what would you like to hear more about? That's one way that I really enjoy serving you listeners is by getting feedback from you on what you want to hear more about. In fact, next week's guest, Serena, the of course bookkeeping, it's because I've had people ask, how do you keep track of finances? How do you do this? 
And I wanted to bring a guest on who specializes in that. So let me know if you have questions. And if you are enjoying the podcast and you like the business coaching calls that I do and the information that I'm giving, I am gearing up to open the Craft to Career course. It only opens once a year, and it is a deep dive into how to grow your business. This can be quilting related. It can be any any kind of small creative business. And it's a course that I love and I am passionate about. And so if this is something that you're interested in and you want to join the wait list or you want to get more information about it, go to quilterscandy.com. And right now, this, I mean, if you listen to this in the future, but right now until February of 2022, there is going to be a banner at the top of my website and it will say, click here to join the waitlist for the craft to career course, something along those lines. Uh, but you can click that banner at the top of my website again at quilterscandy.com and I will be in touch and share more information about the course as it gets closer so that you don't miss that. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait for next week's episode to release. You're going to love it. And until then have a wonderful week. 